Hey you guys, it's Angie and thank you for tuning back into Sincerely Angie. If this is your very first time listening, thank you for tuning in. If you are a returning listener, thank you as well. Since this is episode lucky number 13, which is one of my favorite numbers, yeah, I have multiple, I want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone for your feedback, your suggestions, listening, your DMs, your compliments, your text messages. Thank you so much. The encouraging words that I get, I'm truly appreciative and I'm very grateful, thankful, and humbled by all of the feedback that I've received. Anytime anyone messages me about the podcast in any way, shape, or form, I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful. So I just wanted to spend a few moments saying how grateful and thankful I am. Um, I'm 13 episodes in. Like, I still can't believe that I've ha- I had so much to say, and we're we're not even finished. We're still. If I do seasons, we're still in season one. If I decide to just let it roll and and take a break whenever I choose to take a break or something like that, however I decide to work this thing out, I just can't believe that a couple of months ago I was putting out my very first episode, and now I'm at 13 episodes. So I'm just. I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. I'm grateful and I just I can't wait to see where this thing goes and I I just thank you all for rolling with me to my best friends and friends I, to everyone who has been a part of this to Ariane, DJ, Eric, Kiana, Anitra, um Paris, everyone who has been a part of an episode. Thank you. And I have people like lined up not necessarily like wrapped around the corner but I do have a few people that are waiting for me to be able to put them on a podcast but life happens and I just I have to find the time to break away and get to these people so we can have these great conversations that people need to hear so thank you for whoever may have reached out to me and if I reached out to you thank you for agreeing to be on the episode y'all know I can ramble and I could spend a thousand minutes talking about how grateful I am, but I don't want to bore you all. So we're going to get on to what this episode about is about. And I don't have a specific topic for this episode. So I think I'm just going to consider it like a story time. And it's going to be on my worst best date or my best worst date. I don't know. You decide. Dear story time. Okay, so in the back back days, meaning like in my late 20s, <laughs> I used to go to this bar on a Friday night and there was always a situation that happened and I was usually always the butt of the situation. Like I was always the entertainment basically. And there was this one night that we went to the bar uh, in the city. It was off of Magazine Street. And it was about five girls or five ladies. And then we were just chilling, having our drinks. And then a couple of dudes came to the table and started talking to us. And so, you know, the dudes linked up with who they wanted to get to know or talk to. They came and sat by that person And so there was a guy that came talking to me, of course, and we're chit-chatting, laughing, joking, and clowning and stuff. And he was so close to me that 
they thought that we were kissing from the way that we were positioned. And so they joked about, you know, oh, y'all kissing or something, something they said to that effect. And so it 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 became like a thing. So then it kind of like dared us to kiss or something like that. So we pecked and it just, you know, that's kind of how the situation started. He was cool and I don't remember his name. I, I can see his face clear as day and I still have pictures from that night as well. But I cannot remember his name, which is sad. And I'll get to why. <laughs> so they stay at our table chatting with us the majority of the night. Like they basically walked in and came talk to us and that was it for the rest of the night. So for three or four hours, we're chilling and talking to this group of people. Well, so the night ends and he and I exchange phone numbers. And then I don't know if it was the next day or a couple of days later, but he and I meet up to go out. Now, just a little backstory on me. I am always the type of person or I have been the type of person to meet people places, um, people meaning dudes. I don't like for them to come to my residence to know where I live early on. You know, I try to meet them at a neutral spot and then maybe ride with them or I'll just meet them at the location that was agreed upon. So I met him at a bar. No, no, we went to, we met up at, where did we, I don't think I rode with him until we got to the restaurant. We went to a restaurant. He knew that I like pasta. We talked about it. And so he was like, oh, well, I know this restaurant that has really great pasta. I'm going to take you there. So we went to the restaurant. The pasta was really good. I had a drink. He had a drink as well. And we're talking, having great conversation. And then after we finish eating and stuff, we move on to the next place for the date that we were on, which was to like the lakefront, but kind of like to like a little pier type area. And so we're sitting, enjoying the night just having great conversation it was just it was great it was it was it was almost perfect and then he says that he had to use the restroom now mind you I left my car at the restaurant so I'm riding with him and he was like well I live right around the corner yeah I know a red light just went off I know so he was like I live right around the corner let me go you know use the restroom and I'm like oh goodness here we go here we go so he pulls up at this house. He was like, this is my dad's house. You can come in. I'm going to just use the restroom. I don't even know if he even went to the restroom. I just remember him bringing me to a room. And he was like, you could sit here. He did go to the restroom because I remember looking like, what am I doing here? So he, when we walked into the room, he was like, you can have a seat. And I'm, I'm looking like, where am I supposed to sit? Not because the room was junky, but because there was a bunk bed in the room now mind you I'm in my late 20s why are you bringing me to a room with a bunk bed somebody tell me somebody please answer me he was about my age as well maybe a year or two older I, I can't even remember but I know he was not a child so why I was in a room with a bunk bed and him telling me to sit down um uh, I guess I was supposed to crouch in the bunk bed because I'm a grown-ass woman so back to the story so he goes to the restroom and then comes back in the room and then he just kind of sits on the bed or in the bed and then he starts to lay down and he's like come lay next to me and me if anybody knows me I'm hella dramatic like I'm dramatic dramatic so when he came in the room I was sitting 
with my butt on the bed, my feet hanging off, and then my body bent forward as if I was getting ready to tie my shoe or something. That's just how dramatic I was being because, of course, I can't sit straight up because the top of the bunk bed is going to interrupt my head, you know? So so he's like, lay down. And I'm like, where am I supposed to lay down, sir? He was like, come get on top of me. And I said, why would I do that? And so he's like, just lay down. Just let's chill for a minute. We had a great night. And I was like, so do you do who lives here and he's like this is my dad's place I you know I come here sometime when I have to use the restroom now I do believe that it may have been his parents home his dad's home I don't believe that he lived there I think he just has access to there and maybe he brings people there for whatever reason but for him to think that I was potentially going to lay on top of him to do whatever was beyond me as an adult why would he think that I was confused and so he was trying to like kiss me and stuff like that and like I said I was being really extra I was being real dramatic like pretending to hit my head and I'm being real extra with my arms like where's the space like I was doing the most because you're not gonna play me like because I'm a lady you know (laughs) so and I know y'all probably think well as a lady why would you go to his house with you with him why wouldn't you express that you wanted to go home that's just I really thought he was going to go you well not that I really thought I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt I guess so he saw how uncomfortable I was and I kept making little slick comments about it and he was like all right let me you know let's go I'm gonna bring you home and in the car ride he was he was kind of quiet but it was more so of a like he felt embarrassed I think quiet now he could have been played I mean he could have felt played because I didn't want to do anything with him maybe if that's what he was reaching for or getting at but that's all on him. He brought me to my car and I don't remember talking to him after that. I don't know if he reached out or not. And I really didn't care because I didn't have his number saved because we had met such a short period of time and then went out. I usually don't save numbers that fast. So yeah, it was really great up until he brought me into the room with the bunk bed. That just blew my mind. A freaking bunk bed. Are you serious? How old are we? (laughs) So yeah, it was really great, you know, the the uh, the dinner and then the lakefront with the stars and the sky and a great conversation, but the the bunk bed killed it. It really did. So, yeah. What y'all think? <laughs> P.S. Now, I know the story that I just told was pretty funny. Well, at least it was funny to me. I can laugh now. But that really could have went a whole nother direction. And I want to make sure that my ladies on the dating scene know that if you are ever in a situation where you feel uncomfortable or if the thing, things are not going the way you would like them to go, it's okay to speak up. It's okay to say something. And it does not have to be confrontational. You can just say, hey, look, I don't feel comfortable. Can you please bring me to my car? And always make sure that you tell somebody who you're with or where you're going. Now, my best friends and I, which a lot of people may do this, but we always send vehicle script information, license plate, first and last names, uh, addresses, where we're going or where we're supposed to go. That way they'll know. And if anything happens and they get a text message from you saying, hey, call me in 10 minutes, then you know that in five minutes you need to be at your phone getting ready to call to check on your friend and say, hey, look, I need you to come get me. My boyfriend tripping, he acting up like we about to get into it or something like that so that, you know, she can have her exit strategy, get get out of that situation. Um, and, you know, it's a part of the girl code and the guy code. We all have our little quirks and things that we tend to do to uh, help us in situations as such. 
And males, guys, fellas, not every woman wants to have sex with you, especially on the first date. I know a lot of people like to go under the, oh, we're grown, we can do what we want, but we're also grown and can be adults about the situation and not have sex on the first date with somebody you barely know. And whether it was a queen bed, a twin bed, or even a California king, it's not okay to bring someone to your house or to someone else's house under false pretenses, all for the sake of trying to have sex with that person. That's not okay. If a woman is not showing you any signs that she's interested in you, there's no hugging, no kissing, no uh, gazing in the eyes, and there's none of that going on. Your bodies haven't rubbed or touched one another. There's no indication that this woman wants to have sex. Most likely, she does not want to have sex with you. And I know you feel like, oh, well, it's worth the try. She either going to say yes or she's going to say no. But why try? Just a thought. You know, why try at all? Why mess up a good thing? Like the vibe was really good. Why interrupt that or why kill a vibe or F up a wet, dr Ooh, wet dream? <laughs> That's probably not the best example. But why do that? All for the sake of just trying to have sex. I just, I don't get that. Fellas, just be a little bit more sensitive to a woman and be a little bit more thoughtful. And ladies, like I said, if you're not comfortable, say something. Speak up and remove yourself from that situation. Um, PSS, I know that I used to tell you all to go to sincerelyangm.tumblr.com but well your girl is upgrading her life so now it's just sincerelyangm.com you can follow me over there and I have, I'll have some pictures and stuff posted you can find the podcast episodes link there or you can play them straight from there and yeah so um I hope that you all enjoyed if you have any comments questions or concerns feel free to message me um anywhere that you find me on social media platforms and have a great day.